If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter. Not bitter talk. Tell you what, it is such a (laughs) rare thing to find folks who are not bitter today. And you are, well, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the program. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. For those that want to watch us stream the program live or on demand, as long as our friends at Facebook allow us uh, to do that, you can go there and tell that, yes, I do, in fact, have a face for radio. Good to be here, no matter where here is for you. Podcast, radio, Facebook, when we stream hour number two on YouTube as as well. You know, I want to talk here this morning. Uh, there's a lot of things uh, that are that are going on, but I want to play I want to play for you um what Joe Biden's message to America was over the 4th of July weekend actually released on the 4th of July. This may come as a shock to you, but we are in the midst of a campaign. This may come as a shock because it's not what we're talking about. Um, We're talking about any number of other things, including second wave, well, first wave still, I guess. Some say it's the second wave of of COVID. Um, We're still talking about all the things that have spawned um, from the uh, the death of George Floyd, Black Lives Matter protest. I saw 26, was it 26 million people are believed to have participated in Black Lives Matter protests, which again is their constitutional right to do so. Also, by the way, I should mention it is the constitutional rights of Christians and churchgoers in the state of California to sing, sing in church. That's something that Governor Newsom has said uh, can no longer happen because of COVID concerns. We'll talk about that. Talk about that as well. But in the wake of you know, it's 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 just interesting to me. We had about a three week pause on even having any concern whatsoever for COVID, as we had people gathering in protest around the country, which I you know firmly defend their right to do. uh, Black Lives Matter protests or whatever the protest is. 
as long as it's peaceable, even though tough guy Chris Cuomo cannot find, he cannot find where it is, uh, where it's been said that protests have to be peaceable. Can't find that anywhere. Hint, Chris, it's, uh, excuse me, tough guy. It's in the Constitution, in the, uh, specifically in the Bill of Rights. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we have all these, these things going on. And they're important. They're vying for our attention. I'm not saying they shouldn't be, but the Democrats have a candidate that's not even, um, well, he's not even making himself uh, known. He's he's still effectively hiding out in the basement. And that is where, I should, should mention, that is where the Democrats want him to be. And it's not a bad place for him to be um, for the Democrats because they don't want, they don't want him to be front and center, because the more this guy is front and center, the more people are going to realize that there is a problem with his candidacy. So I want to play, I want to play your happy 4th of July wishes from Joe Biden. I want to talk about this. I also want to, um, I want to play another clip from Joe Biden that they could have used in this particular video. They chose not to for reasons that I mean, are quite obvious, of course. But nonetheless, unless I'm going to talk about Joe Biden, I want to talk about 2020 because we are in an election year. We're in the cam- we're in a campaign. We're in the final stretch, folks. We have conventions. Well, <laughs> whatever conventions look like in 2020, we have those. Uh, you know, not far out from now. Here we are, post July 4th, post Independence Day, in the getting a. You know, moving towards the middle of July. So we just have August, September, October, November, four months, four months until election day. And we still have a candidate that's hiding, uh, that's hiding in his basement. So I figured it would be a good idea for me to share with you what he has to say. So this is a commercial, if you will, and an ad um, that has been. Uh, put together by Team Biden, Joe Biden wishing you a happy 4th of July. And I want to talk about this. I want to share this. I'm going to share this thing in its entirety. I'm also going to... Our country was founded. Hold on, Joe. Our country was founded. Joe, knock it off. So I'm going to play this for you really quickly. We'll discuss it. And um, I'm also going to give you some audio that they could have played. They could have played, but they decided apparently did not meet the, the the standards for Joe Biden or for Democrat uh, presidential ads. So nonetheless, here's Joe Biden wishing you a happy 4th of July. An idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. We've never lived up to it. Jefferson himself didn't. He held slaves. Women were excluded. But once proposed, it was an idea that couldn't be constrained. It survived the ravages of the Civil War, the dogs of Bull Connor, the assassination of Martin Luther King, and more than 200 years of systemic racism. Just weeks ago, the murder of George Floyd. Through it all, these words have gnawed at our conscience and pulled us towards justice. American history is no fairy tale. It's been a constant push and pull between the two parts of our character. The idea that all men and women, all people are created equal, and the racism that has torn us apart. 
We have a chance now to give the marginalized, the demonized, the isolated, the oppressed a full share of the American dream. We have a chance to rip the roots of systemic racism out of this country. We have a chance to live up to the words that have founded this nation. This Independence Day, let's not just celebrate the words. Let's celebrate that promise. Commit to work. The work we must do to fulfill that promise. Remain locked in the battle for the soul of this nation. But believe me, truly, it's a battle we can and we will win if we act together. Happy 4th. There you go. Happy 4th from Joe Biden. A couple things I want to say about that. But the first thing that jumps out at me, the very first thing that jumps out at me as Oz is apparently engaging in protest over here this morning, throwing things around the office. But the first thing I want to I want to play is is what he said at the beginning. You know, Joe Biden actually quoting the Declaration of Independence. Now he's tried this before. Apparently he turned it turns out better whenever he has a teleprompter, whenever he gets to practice. You know, you would think if you're a politician that you could memorize, that you would have at the ready, at the helm, some of America's foundational uh, statements or uh, th- those things that are just fundamentally American. And among those, you would think, would be the portion of the Declaration that says we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among those are life, liberty, in pursuit of happiness. Joe Biden, not so fluid with this, even though he begins his ad with us on the, uh, on Independence Day. Wishing you a happy 4th of July. It reminds me of this debacle, which didn't happen that long ago. I think this would have been more effective. Definitely would have gotten more attention from people had Biden's ad began We like hold this. these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by... The- Go, you know the you know the thing. You know the thing, folks. You know the thing. He doesn't even know the thing. The Declaration of Independence, which of course was written, was written by our founders, was signed by our by our founders. It was, you know, a um, effectively their death sentence whenever they did this. It was an act of rebellion against uh, the well, the King of England. And they signed it. They, it was a, effectively a list of grievances that the founders had against the king of England, against the government that they were at that time a part of. And so they wrote this document articulating – you know, this, by the way, I think about as I'm saying these words, it, it strikes me. This is what – the declaration is a list of grievances. This is what a list of grievances looks like. And if you read the Declaration, you'll see numerous instances, numerous examples cited by our founders explaining why it is that they want to dissolve those political bands with the nation or with the British Empire, and they list what those are. See, folks, this is what when, – when I look at what's happening on the landscape here today, I still – I sat through something the other day, and I'm not going to go through this yet. But I sat through something the other day where folks were effectively trying to articulate and explain um, grievances they have against the government. I still – and I've said this before on on multiple issues. I still 
don't know what they want us to do. I still cannot articulate, because they cannot articulate, the grievances they specifically they specifically have. It seems to me that a lot of the grievances we have or that are had against this nation are that people are just unhappy with something. Right? I'm not saying that that's that there's no specific example that they uh, that folks can point to and say this is a problem, of course, but to articulate, say for example, systemic racism. Articulate that so that I truly understand what that means, so that you truly understand what that means and and what are the specific examples the only one that i've heard so far that i can put my hands and arms around are the differences in uh, sentencing for those found with the drug cocaine versus those found with the drug crack which is the same the same drug but there's a stiffer penalty it apparently has been changed in recent years to where it's now 10 times if you want to i mean look i'm going from what i've been what I've been told, I can't specifically tell you that I've found this myself because I'm not a lawyer. And if I'm being honest with you, I'm not going to comb through God only knows how many pages to to identify whether or not this is actually accurate. But the uh, we were told, I've seen people say this, that at one point it was 100 to 1, meaning the sentencing for crack cocaine, crack cocaine uh, versus powdered cocaine was a hundred times more, I guess, uh, what's the word, more strict or severe than those who were found with cocaine, powder form, because they say, uh, you know, cocaine is a white drug, as they say, and crack is a black drug. And so the people who wrote the law wanted to target black. Uh, drug users more severely than than white drug users. Now, if that is true, if that is true. Then we can that can be adjusted. That can be changed. We can we can address that. Um, but this is the only example that I can get my my arms around. And when I compare and contrast the declaration, which was a I mean very precise explanations as to things that, that the king had done to the colonist. You know, to to exercise tyranny and to deny liberty, and you don't see that today. You don't see that today at all. In fact, you also saw the founders when they got to the point of writing the Declaration. Now, I only bring this up because we're dealing with revolutionaries at this point. We're leading. We're dealing with leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement who are self-identified Marxists, folks. That is the antithesis. That's that's not that's not just a variation of people who believe in the American way of life. It's not just a different perspective. It's those who actually stand in direct opposition to America and her way of life, to the liberties laid out in the Constitution of the United States. And they'll tell you, they'll tell you that's not the case. They'll tell you that they're actually the ones who are fighting for freedom and the rights of individuals. And they'll talk about, oh, things like, you know, fighting for the worker uh, fighting for a living wage. By the way, Target I saw has now increased their minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. Good for Target. I mean, that's Target's prerogative. By the way, I should also mention they did this without, without any federal law mandating that they do this. So look at that. We have a corporation that's paying people fifteen dollars an hour, which is the current demands. This is the current 
calculation for what it means to have a living wage according to today's left, $15 an hour, regardless of where you live, that's just what the living wage is based on someone's uh, calculations in some liberal uh, back room somewhere, and it's probably in some university, probably at Berkeley maybe. Someone's gotten the calculator out, run some formula, and tell us that $15 an hour is is what a living wage is, which of course is silliness because there's a whole myriad of factors. People take jobs for a, lots of different reasons, people's expenses and their um, what they need to earn from a particular job could vary depending upon any number of things. And, you know, jobs, entry-level jobs that are, you know, maybe only worth $12 an hour have now, you know, th- those jobs are, are gone, um, you know, when you f- enforce a, 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 a minimum wage law in the United States. But anyway, so we have all these things that are that are happening on the on the horizon, things that are happening before our eyes. We've got radicals here that are trying to wage a revolution. Joe Biden is telling us he's going to radically transform this nation. We've got a campaign and an election coming up, and the Democrats are hiding their candidate in the basement. But he does come up. He does come up for air on July 4th, which I played that video. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the idea that we've never lived up to the constant, or excuse me, to the declaration. He says that we've never lived up to it. I want to ask a few questions about that. He also points to systemic racism. Talk about that a little bit. And he says we shouldn't just celebrate the words of the Constitution, or excuse me, the declaration or the Constitution for that matter which I agree with. We shouldn't just celebrate the words. I only ask the question, how many Americans even know the words of the Declaration of Independence? I mean, we have people out there who think the Declaration of Independence was when we fought for our freedom from Sweden or some such thing. (laughs) Anyway, we'll talk about these things. Again, the campaign season is upon us, even though it doesn't feel like it because of everything else that's happening in a post-COVID. Well, it's not post-COVID, as we're looking at uh, numbers that are showing uh, that there's many more infections and states are beginning to shut down and go back to closing restaurants and bars and all sorts of things. We'll talk about COVID this, this uh, program as well, but I got to take a break. Long in the segment, come back and talk about those things. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back. So I wanted to go back to that soundbite from Biden last, excuse me, oh, Biden Obama, candidate Biden Obama. Remember, he's uh, wants to remind us he's part of the Obama administration, and he's referred to his campaign as the Biden Obama administration or the Biden Obama campaign. Except for the guy acts like he's never been. Involved in politics. Joe Biden ran for president, by the way. You know how many times? Three. Some of you listening to my voice this morning or this evening, whenever you're hearing this magnificent program, some of you may not realize this. Some of you may not even have been born, but Joe Biden was running for president in 1988, folks. In fact, you should go back to that campaign. Joe Biden 
was accused of plagiarizing speeches and all sorts of things like that. Joe Biden was <laughs> not a uh, not a pure as the wind driven snow candidate back in '88. Back in 2008 as well, he was running uh, for president and was defeated by Barack Obama. In fact, you might have remembered hearing Biden say, "I should pull up the soundbite now that I think about this." Biden was seriously telling people, you can't go into a 7-Eleven without finding someone in there with an Indian accent. That's right. That's what he said. I'll, pl- I'll find that thing and I'll, I'll play it. He said, I'm serious. You can't, can't go into a 7-Eleven or something else. I can't. I just remember 7-Eleven. <laughs> I tell you. And, we're, <laughs> and he's a dealing and he, he's telling us about the issues of systemic Racism and Biden can't go into a 7 Eleven, he says, without running into someone with an Indian accent. Anyway, I have a question for candidate Joe O'Biden Obama. He said in his 4th of July video, which we played last segment, he said that we've never lived up to our founding principles in the Declaration of Independence. Again, we hold these truths to be self evident. As Biden Obama says, you know the thing. That thing, whatever it is, I don't know. That thing that I can't even get, uh, spit the words out here. Biden, excuse me, old Biden Obama would tell you. Can't even quote it, but that thing, you know the thing. I don't even know what it's called. That thing is the Declaration of Independence. That thing is what put into motion a series of events that led to the freedom of those who call themselves now Americans. That's what the thing was. Oh, uh, Biden Obama says we never lived up to it. Never. And so my question is, not even during the Obama administration, is that true? Did we not live up to it during those years? Remember, I go back. I go. We all go back in, in our memories. We look at 2008. We look at the campaign for hope and change. Remember this? Hope and change. No one can tell you tell you what hope and change means. It means whatever you want it to mean because it's it's just something that whatever your hopes are, whatever you want to see changed in life, that's what the Obama campaign was standing for. I mean, on, on the one hand, it's brilliant. On the other hand, it's pathetic because it didn't have to mean anything. And it still got Obama... Um, elected, hope and change. What are we hoping for and what are we changing? You would have thought that if we never lived up to the ideals set forth in our declaration that the Obama administration back in 2008 through 2016, the early days of 17 before Trump took office and the world as we know it uh, came crumbling around them and, and liberals and the radical left began crying and Shutting thing, you know. There's another time when we shut down was was when Trump won the election back in 2016. We shut down schools, college campuses, <laughs> shut it down, man. Shut it down so we can cry it out, so we can we can hug it out. That's back when we could we could touch. No mask was required in those days. Um, but they would scream at the universe. They would get their adult coloring books and they would get their service dog requests in so they could deal with with President Trump. But I want to know, why didn't Obama fix this? Why didn't Biden fix this? Biden's been in government for almost half a century. Has Biden never thought? Think about it this way. 
The United States just celebrated her 244th birthday on July, just a couple of days ago. 2020, we were founded in 1776. That's 244 years. That's how old America is. Biden has served almost, not exactly, for roughly 50 of those. That's almost, folks, that is almost 50 out of 250. I'm doing some rounding here. But 50 years out of our 250 years of of existence as America, that is one-fifth. That is 20%. Obama, excuse me, well, Obama, Joe Obama has been serving, supposedly serving. I, I take issue with this word from that politicians like to tell us today, that they serve. If you're out there serving, then quit lining your pockets, right? That's not serving. That's self-serving. Maybe you're self-serving. Maybe that's what they really mean. Public service, uh, meaning public self-service. But why hasn't Obama done anything about this? You would think. You would think. I know he doesn't know what the thing is. It's the Declaration of Independence, of course. But the thing that he can't think of when he's on stage Candidly, because I, I wonder how much he believes in this thing. But you would think that if you were in power in some capacity for 20% of America's history, that it would have occurred to you at some point along that path to do something about something so obvious. America not living up to the ideals set forth in its founding document. You would think. That would be somewhere on your list if you were in control to some degree, in power. I don't want to say control because that's that's an abuse of, of power. That's not that's not really what this nation was intended to be, but that's how it's being uh, manipulated by these these power hungry politicians. But you would think if you were in control, had some some degree of power, authority, you were in position of leadership for twenty percent of America's history that you would have at some point tried to do something about this idea of America not living up, not living up to the ideals set forth in the Declaration of Independence. Pretty fundamental ideas. Actually, you could say, you could say that the idea, the ideal set forth in the Declaration are about as fundamental and foundational of a series of ideas that this nation was built upon that there can be. It's the very list of reasons why we decided we were going to break those political uh, connections with England and become our own independent nation. You would figure that if you were in charge to some degree, had a position of leadership for 20% of America's history, you would have done something by now. Call me crazy. Call me crazy, but I think that you would have gotten to that in your half century of so-called service. President, excuse me, candidate Joe O'Biden Bama. Anyway, long in the segment, got to take a break. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. I'll take a moment here to tell you that this program is brought to you in part by our friends at Intrepid Financial. Intrepid Financial Planning Group 
on the north side of Indianapolis. And they are here to help you with investments, investment advice, um, all things pertaining to preparing for your financial future. And if you're in the market and you need some, uh, you, you want to look at your investment options, you want to find a group that um, that you can trust, that you can build a relationship with, that you can ask some questions, get some advice from and direction, I encourage you to check out my friends at Intrepid Financial. You can visit them online, intrepidfinancial.com. That's intrepidfinancial.com. Be sure to tell them that Todd sent you. So I want to go back here to this, uh, this concept of Biden. This concept of Biden, who's been, again, it's, it's, I'm rounding, I'm rounding. So I'm saying he's been in a position of power for nearly 20% of America's existence. I know that that sounds not right. I know, I know in your mind you're thinking that cannot possibly be right, where we have a guy who's been in Washington, D.C., whether as a representative, senator, vice president, what have you, for almost, it's over 15%, for nearly 20% of America's history, he's been in Washington, D.C. That is enough to make you want to cry to begin with, right? You would think a public servant would realize that his job was not to be there for, I mean, 20% of America's history, folks. It's just, it's remarkable, if a, ser- a servant would have moved on to something else by now and, and you know opened up the opportunity for someone else to quote unquote serve turns out it's a pretty lucrative deal when you serve in America's federal government it's preposterous what we allow to happen here anyway when you t- t- to have a candidate Joe O'Biden Obama Sit there and tell us that we've never lived up to the ideals set forth in our in our Constitution, or specifically our Declaration. We've never. How is that not an indictment on his own candidacy? How is that not saying, folks, I'm not qualified. I've been here half a century. I've been in positions of power in Washington D.C. for twenty percent of Washington D.C.'s existence. And I think it's safe to say, if I haven't figured it out by now, that I'm not your guy. That would be a campaign. I mean, I could support that. If Biden comes out and says that, and he might. I've listened to Biden talk for a long time, and these are the sorts of things Biden might say. These are the sorts of reasons Biden's locked away in his closet or his, his basement. Maybe he's in the basement closet. I don't know. Biden probably read somewhere that's where Hillary kept that server, and he thought that's where I need to be, the the basement closet. Anyway, if, if this guy, after 50 years nearly, again, I'm rounding, but it's 40-some, 40 40-some 40 years of quote-unquote service, <clears throat> whatever, in American government, if you, can't, if you can't help us even get to the fundamental, we're not talking about radically transforming anything. That's another thing. This guy tells us he's going to radically transform America. Well, A, what the heck does that mean? And B, how can you tell us you're going to transform us at all when you can't even get us to follow our basic foundational ideals that have been set forth in the Declaration of Independence and and the Constitution? 
if systemic ra- systemic racism oh my goodness i mean th- these things that to me they're so obvious for people who have critical thinking skills this is just the natural way of thinking oh o- biden bama has telling us that america has never been good it's always been a problem which of course includes his 40 plus years nearly 50 years of so-called service and by saying that america is systemically racist why the heck was none of this done fixed when you were even vice president i mean my goodness that seems to have been a time when you would have been able to really uh, carry the banner for this cause i don't remember any of this all i remember was fawning over president obama because he had an awesome jump shot fantastic jumper he was in favor of a college football playoff makes people swoon and faint at campaign events guy was awesome that's all i that's all i heard about when i didn't hear about systemic racism i don't know why did was it suddenly did we have a pause you know you hear democrats or liberals the radical left explain america's history they go back and they say man democrats have been on the wrong side of political issues for a long long time and people are actually calling us on it you know who were the ones who were not in favor of the Civil Rights Act of 1964? Who were the ones who opposed, um, you know, who, who were the ones that were not on board for, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation, the freeing of slaves, the 13th, 14th Amendments? Who were those folks? Who were the ones that were former Klan's uh, leaders of the KKK in the Senate? Robert Byrd comes to mind. Democrats served, I don't know, he, he probably served over 50 years for all i know permanent fixture democrat former grand what grand dragon i think of the kkk personal friends bill clinton gets praised at his funeral right no word about that they they come up they concoct some crazy explanation where they say you know what what happened was the party switched, man. They switched. So you had the, the, the conservatives and Republicans today are really, yeah, that's right. They're really the Democrats. When the, the Democrats were so racist, we can't even pretend to hide that. And, you know, when we look back through the lens of history, we can't even deny that. So what we have to say is the party switched. <laughs> well, that's convenient. The party switched. I'm wondering in a, in a same fashion if during the Obama years of presidency, if systemic racism was on a pause. Why not? Why can't? I'm sure they can find some liberal historian, probably some professor at Harvard, which, by the way, I was reading about the history of Harvard last night or listening on Audible. It's preposterous to think of how far that, that college has fallen. But Harvard or Berkeley or Yale or one of these other places for – uh, liberal indoctrination today. I'm sure they can find some professor that tells us, oh, yeah, yeah, systemic racism was on pause during the Obama, excuse me, the Biden-Bama administration, the first turn of this craziness. But anyway, long in this segment again, I'm just got to stop. Got to stop. Going to uh, shift gears. No, you know what? There's one more thing I want to say about this. Biden says we shouldn't just celebrate the words. I can agree of the declaration. I can agree with him on that. We'll talk about that briefly when we get back. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute.
come back. <clears throat> so Biden says that we should not just celebrate the words in the declaration, words that Biden, by his own <laughs> admission, doesn't even know. He only knows them if they're on the teleprompter. You know the thing, right, as Biden says. But we shouldn't just celebrate the words of the declaration of the Constitution. We should actually do what it says. Um, agree. Agree with that. Of course, part of the problem is we have watched a nation – We've watched our nation, I should say, go down this path where we are basically have a system of education that doesn't teach kids anything about this, anything about the Declaration, about freedom, about true history of this nation. Um, they don't talk about the beauty of what this nation is. And yes, again, I'm not including the atrocities and evils of, of slavery, I am talking about the things that our founders got right, of which there are quite a few. In fact, they got them so right that they radically transformed the way that people live on this planet. People have been lifted out of poverty. People have been given hope. People have flocked to this nation because of the principles outlined in our founding documents, the documents that Biden has no idea what they are. So I think we should. He's right. We shouldn't just celebrate the words. Of course, that assumes that we know the words. I know you know the words. I'm simply saying half of America or some percentage doesn't have any idea because they were never taught these things. Instead, they were they they were taught other things. Taught how to and I don't want to get into that. I was going to say put well, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it this morning. But they were taught things that, I mean, just has no. It's not the job of the school system. It's the, you know the the focus of public education and where we've ended up, and the cost what we've traded to teach a certain curriculum or certain I would say cultural or ideological perspectives. What we've what we've traded for that we've abandoned teaching these these principles. So it's not just that we don't know the words, we don't know what the words mean. We don't know as a as a whole as a, as a nation as a whole. We don't understand how beautiful, how important, how radical these things were. How accurately they moved us towards the way that we should live this side of heaven, folks. I mean, these words radically transformed the face of planet Earth for the better. And we demonize these folks as though they're the scourge of the earth. Meanwhile, ideologies that truly are the scourge of the earth, like communism, like fascism, those folks that embrace those things are lifted up and applauded. People like Colin Kaepernick out there wearing Fidel, wearing Fidel Castro shade t-shirts. That's all cool. That's great. Anyway, got to wrap up here. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Folks, do not worry. Hour two of this program is coming to you in just about a little, little bit less than six minutes. Six minutes, you can jump on over to YouTube, check out our number two of the program live or on demand. Again, as long as our friends at YouTube 
allow that to be the case. And you can tell once again that I do have a face for radio. Just jump over to YouTube, search the Todd Huff Show, and we will be there about three after the top of the hour. But that is all the time we have for this hour. As always, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening to us. No matter where you listen to the program, thank you so much. Have a great day. SDG. See you in a couple minutes.